Good morning, all, and welcome to today's chapel. On this day, we observe an important celebration, International Women's Day, which goes hand in hand with our theme, Women of the Bible. Today, we honor the woman standing on the side of the road selling mangoes to keep her family going. We recognize the woman who built up a safe house from scratch to help keep young girls safe from sexual abuse and early childhood marriage. We recognize the woman sitting in an office right now. We recognize the woman at the checkout register at Walmart. We honor women who feed the hungry, clothe the unclothed, befriend the lonely, and comfort the comfortless. We honor all the women who have gone before us, named and unnamed. We bless those who wept for us, rejoiced with us, wiped our tears, prayed for us, and laughed with us. We honor our mothers, our sisters, our friends, and our partners. We acknowledge the strength and the power provided by women and their contribution to the world in giving life and helping us understand the power of God's love through the lens of rehumanization. On this day, I hope that we find a burning power, love, and presence of the Lord within us, the one who parents us and creates us and who redeems us forever. Because today, I found myself, I found God in myself, and I loved her fiercely. Let's pray. God, we give thanks for the gift of today and your unfading beauty that shines through all women. Thank you for providing us this day to honor the powerful contributions you have gifted them. These women have shared your immaculate love that has built community within our world, country, and local communities. We recognize the women that have rehumanized the dehumanized. These women have illuminated God's love by building community through this brokenness. Jesus, we again give thanks. In your name, Jesus, amen.
Could you stand up again, please? We still have one more song to sing.
You may be seated. I'm Danny Aaron Mooney, one of the worship assistants here, and I hope you're having a good morning. Um, I'm happy to introduce our, one of our campus pastors here, Reverend Latendra Hardware, who will be speaking this morning for our chapel, God Within Here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. If you would just bear with me, I am not a lead worshiper, but that phrase is sticking with me. Um, the phrase, it's your breath in our lungs. So for our music people, can you just give me that little part again? You don't have to play it. It can just be acapella. But I need help starting it, because I'll start it and we'll be on the wrong key. We might even be in the wrong song. And we pour out our praise, pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise. It's your breath. Lord, we thank you for being a magnificent God. We thank you for the opportunity to stand and to sit together in worship, to look towards you and to be encouraged by what we are hearing, the words that remind us of a faith that can ground us, of a faith that can anchor us, of a faith that can comfort us. We're also encouraged by being with others, knowing that we're not on our journey alone. And so for the moments that we have, for the words that you've given me, bless them. Let them go forth and have greater blessings than what I even imagined they could. We ask this not because we wonder if you can, but because we know you can. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So thank you for the opportunity to share on this morning. I have a passage that I'll read, a text of scripture, and normally I am that preacher that's like, let's get our Bibles out, let's follow along, because I want you to see the words that I'm sharing with you. But for today, I will share those words in your hearing, and it's just three verses. When I thought about today, and I wondered what word God had for us, as we celebrate Women's History Month and the onset, of International Women's Day on tomorrow. I wondered what word I would have that would encourage someone, that would remind someone, that wouldn't exclude our non-women in the room, our men, that would still have a word of encouragement. And this is the word God has shared with me. 
Genesis, the 27th chapter, excuse me, the first verse, the, the first chapter, the 27th verse, and the 28th verse, and part of the 31st. It's the creation story. And I want to focus on quite an important creation of God. And the word reads from the, new King, the NIV, New International Version. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Verse 31 says, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. For the time that we have for this morning, and I'm going to make sure that I stick to this manuscript so that I get us out in good time. After all, I am an African-American Baptist preacher, and I love to preach, and I can be here. But I'm going to share a word of encouragement for us on today. Our word, our topic, our title, very simple. In his own image. In his own image. Thank you to the worship team, the worship assistants, and to Pastor Gwen for preparing this and getting things together and making it all right for the atmosphere. Thank you for the opportunity to present a snapshot of various pieces of myself. Today's Sharon takes its shape and format from both the thespian me and the theological me. For those of you who don't know, I have a background in theater, film, television, communication, as well as divinity. Oh yeah, and English is in there as well. And so for today, I'm looking at, again, the thespian me and the theological me. My training and background in those areas appreciates the tribute paid to the powerful choreo poem of playwright Intisake Shange. You may not realize it, but the title, God Within Her, I found God within myself and I loved her. I loved her fiercely. It's from that poem called For Colored Girls who have considered suicide when the rainbow is enough. I'm fairly certain that the worship assistants did not realize it, but in their preparation and planning for today's chapel, they have succeeded in helping us time travel. Amen. So if you will, travel with me for a bit. Picture it, Charlottesville, Virginia. 1995, I know, just time travel, 1995. A young fourth year or senior thespian gathers her theater troupe together for their final production with her at the helm before she wraps up the last few weeks of her undergraduate collegiate experience. The young fourth year thespian, that's me, the production, none other than
than intisake shanges for colored girls. Lights fade to black on the producer, director, holding hands in the round with the dynamic young actresses, also her friends, arrayed in the beautiful colors of earth brown and rainbow yellow, red, green, purple, blue, orange. A season of creativity, identity, growth and transformation has concluded. Fast forward in time now, just a little bit. A new curtain arises, new place, new time, new task. Same yet new young woman stands behind the sacred desk or pulpit for the very first time to publicly proclaim the ministry that she professes. The text, 1 Samuel chapter 3, verses 1 through 10 or 11. The title, A Persistent Caller at Midnight. A new season of creativity, identity, growth, and transformation has begun. Two different experiences, one woman. Two equally transformative moments in her life and the lives of so many more. Today we gather in worship of God. And as a part of that celebration, we take the time to acknowledge one of his finest creations. And this is where I need some participation. Ladies, women, sisters, and sisters, please stand. And I say again, today we gather in worship of God. And as a part of that celebration, we take the time to acknowledge one of his finest creations, women. Can I get at least one amen? Amen. amen. Thank you. Tomorrow, March 8th, women across the globe will stand together in virtual solidarity, lifting up the United Nations crafted International Women's Day theme for 2018. Time is now, rural and urban activists transforming women's lives. Women standing together across the diaspora or spectrum of background, resources, and experiences of both joy and pain. It sounds familiar to the thespian me. In fact, in the original performance of For Colored Girls, actresses of Latino, Asian, and Black identity stood together and supported one another in the retelling of shared experiences of womanhood. At this point, the theological me raises her hand, quietly yet assuredly. She has a question, and her voice comes through with this offering. What does the Bible offer us for this occasion? How does the biblical story we share in the experience of worship honor women everywhere and bring to light the God we carry in us all? 
We are so glad, she asked. And I am assured that she, I, can help us with the question. Theological me, go on and speak, girl. We're listening. The Genesis 1, 27 and 28 and verse 31 text or passage brings to us the celebration of creation, ending with a final approval of the creative process and results. God is pleased with his creation. In fact, out of everything that he created, this is the only time that he doesn't just say, and it was good. In fact, he says, it was very good. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them, male and female. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. Someone say very good. Someone else say very good. Now everybody say very good together. That's what I'm talking about. Divine celebration of what he had created, man, woman, them created in his own image, and it was very good. And yet, I believe that all of humanity suffers from an, an ontological problem, a problem of being. Our being stands in conflict with our doing and our going. I'm gonna say it again. We have an ontological problem as humanity. We have a problem with our being conflicting with our doing and our going. Sadly, far too many of us women, those fine creations that stood, far too many of us have a severe problem between our being, our doing, and our going. Preacher, I don't understand, so make it plain for me. Actually, what I wrote on the paper was, preacher, what are you saying? But I wanted to break it down so that you really hear what I'm saying. I am saying that in his divine wisdom and in his, in his image engineering, God gave us permission to be, to do, and go to our heart's desire. Originally, and I'm off script here just slightly, because I want you to understand this. I'm not really a manuscript preacher. I love to go where God leads me, but I have this manuscript in front of me, and I will come back to it. But originally, when I wanted to talk today, to share, and I'm a preacher, and so I'm trying to make sure that I don't go too preacher for some of us. Amen. But I have to be who I am. I have to share the word of God with the passion of God and the promise of God and the purpose of God. Oh, and I love alliteration. But originally, this was the phrase that came to me, the title, permission granted. Because I realized that some of us are still waiting for permission to be who God created us to be and to do what God crafted us to do 
and to go where God has told us to go. Permission granted. Last night in Bible study, we looked at Matthew, the Great Commission, chapter 28. And in this passage, Jesus is talking to his disciples, the 11, because you know Judas wasn't there anymore. Amen. <laughs> Amen. This was after he had come back and he joins them. And some worshiped him, or they all worshiped him, but some still doubted. The 11 that were closest to him. But that's not the point of this moment. The passage says that Jesus tells them all authority or power, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then he did the most magnificent thing he could have done. He gave that to us. I believe that many of us don't understand the power of God that is present within us. And because of that, it manifests itself in so many different ways. Low self-esteem, disorders of eating, and other things. We allow ourselves to be used. We allow ourselves not to stand up in the fullness of who we are. And so, my brothers and my sisters, my elders and my children, we still have an ontological problem. God has given us the permission. So the thespian me and the theological me look at this and we see that at times, even I have been hesitant at various points to initialize or more fully realize some of my own dreams, hopes, and passions. Last year, I started a ministry, but I struggled with it because it was a business, but I couldn't call it a business because I'm a preacher, and I didn't understand how to be who I was. I was trying to do it so that this group would be approving and that this group would be accepting. At the same time, not fully understanding what I was called to do. It's a consulting ministry. What do you do? A lot. Different things. That was the best answer I could give. Because I didn't want to say it in this way and lose an audience over here. And I couldn't say it this way because that wasn't true to what I was trying to say. And I believe that this is something that God had placed in my heart and spirit long before I ever did it. It was as though I was waiting for permission to be, to do, and to go. So thespian me is back at the helm right now, and I'm going to switch cameras and subjects. Ladies, women, sisters, and sisters, what would you be if you knew for certain that you had it within you to be the very best of that thing, whatever it is, because you were crafted in his own image? What would you do if you knew without a doubt that failure was not yours to experience in this thing? Because you were crafted in his very own image. Where would you go if you knew that you had it within you to make it there, wherever there is, and beyond? Why? because you were crafted in his own image. In other words, and this is from my sisters, 
but this is also for my brothers. What dreams, what hopes, what visions, what possibilities are calling out to you from inside your divine identity? Somewhere along the way, through time and space, someone, or perhaps something, has rewritten our coding, our script, our text, that informs us of who we are as humanity. I won't attack anything, but I will present the question. Social media, the regular media, what images are they giving us, selling us, presenting to us? What limits or obstacles are they putting in front of us? Somewhere, someone got the message wrong. So, allow me to extend an apology to all of us for the messages of strength, empowerment, and abundance that fail to translate through experience, dreams, and vision. I am sorry for the spaces that fail to allow us to walk in the fullness of our fabulousness as creations of the living God. I apologize for the channels that silenced you as you clamored to be heard over the things that drowned out your voices. I am sorry. For the times, instances, and occasions that you felt unable to pursue your dynamic birthright as children of a transformative God. I apologize. Why do I apologize? I apologize with the God within me. I apologize with the heart, the image and voice of the very God who helmed my creation process. I am sorry from the God within me to the God within you. I want you to know, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. I need you to know this world is yours for the taking. Literally, it is. Let nothing and no one, not even your own self, stop you from being, doing, and going to your heart's desires. Today's text, thank you, today's text reminds us of our innate divine likeness and offers us opportunity to reevaluate some things. We are imbued with divine creativity power, identity, and authority. Somewhere along the way, we began to believe less of this truth and take on more of the redacted script of life. No ma'am, I'm gonna say it like I would say it to my friends or my children, no ma'am, no sir. I say it just like that, no ma'am, no sir. I don't have kids, you are all my kids if you are a student. But no ma'am, no sir. I want the full God-crafted script for my life. I want to be, I want to do, and I want to go to my heart's desire, not hindered by man's limitation or woman's limitation or my own limitations. Because I am created in his own image and I carry the full potential of God within me. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you.
If you can open up your green book to number 27.
Now, if you wouldn't mind, I know you all rushing off, but it's still quarter till, and we're, this is worship. This is worship. And so if you would, if you would just stop where you are. It's the benediction, the grace of God, as you part out the doors, depart. So before I say the benediction, Nassim will come and give us, Nassim? will come and give us an, an announcement about International Women's Day. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody. Sorry to keep you. Just have a quick announcement. Um, so um, our international women um, on campus are holding a um, celebration tonight at Newcomer 19 at 7 p.m. So um, make sure you come. We'll be um, very glad to see you. So technically, I'm formally inviting you for, um, to attend this event filled with international music by our Women's World Choir. And there will be discussions, and there will be we'll be showing a documentary called um, "He Named Me Malala." So that, and also um, this year's um, celebration theme is education, and we will be holding um, monetary um, donations um, outside the chapel today um, for you. Uh, if you want to donate. Um, also, tonight um, at the event, um, also we will be having um, different boxes, several boxes around the campus um, to um, donate school supplies, if you will. And um, our poster says which buildings um, these boxes will be. So look out for those. And so these donations will be going to Asima Charitable Trust Foundation in India, which will be um, sponsoring several girls um, in India to, um, for their education for a whole year. So um, I hope you all get to come, and thank you. Let us stand. And this is our benediction. It is participatory. I need us again. We're just going to say that part that we sang before, that is the benediction. And the reason that is the benediction, because literally it is talking about the God within us. The word tells us that he breathed his breath into us. The only thing he created that way. And so if my music crew would get us going on that, we'll sing it through. It's your brother. 